0: Hey, drive time. Welcome back. Hey, normally about this time is where I'd start introducing our guest and telling you what they're going to bring to the table. But for those of you who have been following along with us, you know, we've been doing this for a little over a year now, which means we have some great material built up. And for those of you who haven't been with us since the beginning, you've missed out on some really impactful stories and just some really profound testimonies. So what we want to do is every once in a while, we want to go back. And we want to share those with you. Uh, this isn't really a best of, but just some ones that, you know, kind of spoke to us. Uh, and we want to share them with you again. And even if you did see them the first time, they're just that good. So sit back and get ready for a drive time rewind. Drive time, welcome back. Uh, today we have a, a very cool opportunity to listen to uh, just an amazing communicator um, I've had the opportunity to get to know uh, Joshua through friends and even uh, got to hear him through the the voice of my son uh, as he he had an opportunity to pour into my son during uh, a difficult time for him and uh, I'm thankful for him and I'm thankful for him coming on today um, so I had uh, seen your video, one of your videos recently uh, about communication and it was probably one of the best analogies I've ever heard about communication styles. And uh, we're actually gonna put a link to your Facebook video uh, so that you know if anybody who wants to see it can see it in its entirety. But uh, Joshua, if you would, would you just kinda, Give, that, give us that analogy and, and uh, hopefully unpack it a little bit so that uh, we can continue to learn uh, how
1: to communicate with each other a little bit better. All right, Dave, I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Uh, appreciate you inviting me on um, and also appreciate you taking time to listen to the video and, and uh, create this platform. So the idea basically of the two different uh, contrasting uh, communication styles is on the one hand, uh, the analogy that I, I came up with was dodgeball versus catch. Um, and the reason that I believe that was a fitting analogy is because if, you, if we look at the essential elements that it requires to play the game of dodgeball, um, they are the exact same as they are to play the game of catch, meaning at the, at the base level, you only, it only requires two people and one ball to play the game of dodgeball. I mean, you can have, you know, 100 people on one side, 100 on the other. You can have as many balls as you want. But I mean, to get the game started, to get the game going, it only requires two people and one ball. Catch requires the exact same thing. It doesn't necessarily require a glove. You know, you can play football catch or whatever. Uh, so the essential elements are the exact same. Um, but when we look into the, the, the objectives of the game, the nature of the game, the spirit of the game, we realize that they're diametrically opposed. They're completely different. And so you got the same exact elements, but they're being used uh, to achieve a different outcome. And also, uh, you know, consequently, they're having a different impact on us. And so when we look at the game of dodgeball, we realize that immediately the, the, the nature of the game is competitive. The objective of the game is most likely to use our skills, our talents, our resources to pit them against our opponent in such a way that we're going to defeat them. Our objective is to one-up the opponent. Our objective is to get the upper hand on the opponent. Um, And on the contrary, on the defensive end, our objective is not necessarily to try to receive what the opponent's throwing, but to deflect. That's the goal in dodgeball is to deflect. I mean, I know some people play that if 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 you're able to catch it, then you can get your person back in out from the side or whatever. But if there's two people playing... There's no need to try to catch the ball. Your objective is to deflect, right? And so the individual with the greater skill set, you know, the stronger arm, the more agility normally prevails. Uh, there's a, it's a win-lose scenario. Somebody has to lose. Um, somebody wins, but it's at the cost of somebody, you know, taking a loss. The game of catch, although it, requ- it requires the same exact essential elements, two people, one ball, uh, the nature of the game is different. It's connective because the objective is different. My objective, Dave, is not to throw the ball in such a way that I try to pelt you or leave a bruise or that you cannot catch it or receive it or deflect it. My my objective is is to take into consideration, you know, your skill level, your agility level, your uh, assets and say, okay, how can I pitch this in such a way that you can receive it? Um, I want you to receive it. And on the other hand, your objective is to receive it, not to use your skills or your ability to, to, to elude or to deflect, but to even if you have to go a little to the right, a little to the left in order to receive it, your objective is to apply yourself to receiving what I'm, I'm giving you. And so what happens is, you know, the nature of the games are different. But in communication, um, I realize that a lot of times uh, effective communication Oh, I was taking a class and ended up facilitating the class. That um, and one of our models was is that the the goal of effective communication is to reach an understanding and not necessarily an agreement, right? And so what happens is, is in, in communication, a lot of times if we disagree, um, we just kind of abandon the idea of reaching an understanding or putting ourselves in the other places, person's shoes and saying, okay, let me see how I can understand. If I disagree, I immediately begin to deflect. And one of the phenomena that I noticed, David, is even if uh, if we're in a conversation, let's take, let's, you know, look at current events for, uh, for for instance, let's look at, you know, the racial tension and so on and so forth, what's going on. You have two different sides presenting different arguments. And in and, and my personal opinion, what I've, what I've noticed is that there are far more individuals on both sides that are playing dodgeball and that are dodgeball communicators as well, as, as opposed to catch communicating. And what I mean is, is, you know, on each have their arguments and they're not trying to hear the other side. Um, They're not open to, a, a open dialogue. And what happens is is when one side just continues to try to cram their agenda or their ideologies or their beliefs down the other side, the other side clams up. Picture dodgeball again. If we're playing dodgeball and I'm stronger or I'm bigger or I'm faster or if you're, if, if, if you just, you got my number in dodgeball, Dave, and you every time we play, you just pelt me and pelt me, pelt me and, and I can never hit you back. Eventually, I'm going to get tired of playing and, and the game's going to end. And if we want, if we want a, a, a continuation, of the game, it has to be a connectivity. There has to be a give and take. There has to be, you know, we have to assess our levels and we have to say, okay, I'm willing to listen to the other side, I'm willing to hear your opinion. And it applies not just to the racial tension, but in, you know, marriage and anywhere where there are relationships, we have to value the relationship over the transaction. Um, I'm sure you probably heard it said that a lot of times you can win an argument and lose a friend. Um, That being said, and when we're playing catch, and when we're, especially when we're dealing with something, I I, I used an analogy one time. I was giving this dodgeball versus catch illustration to uh, in the juvenile detention center, and I you know I pulled out my iPhone, and one of the kids that told me he was a good receiver across the room. I threw him my iPhone, and uh, he caught it. And everybody was like, "Whoa! Why would you do that? You know, like that's that's crazy. That phone's expensive. It's you know, it's, it's you take it's fragile. You're taking a chance of breaking it." Uh, but I did that to kind of underscore the reality of, like, we see the value of the iPhone, we know it's valuable, and we understand that if it's fragile, if it, if it drops the wrong way, if it's mishandled, it can be destroyed, right? I think that we neglect to realize that our words often carry way more importance and way more value and significance and are far more powerful than the iPhone. And... Yet we sling them around uselessly, or aimlessly, um, uh, you know, without regard for what kind of damage they may do. And what happens is, is like you you look on the news and you see some of the most brilliant minds that have the strongest arguments on the subjects of what's going on, and and you read this the under the the uh, uh, the, the heading and it's. You know, so-and-so destroys so-and-so in the debate, and so-and-so gets destroyed in the debate. And what happens is, is uh, that's, that's because they're playing dodgeball. And As opposed to saying two individuals, it doesn't say, Dave, doesn't say so-and-so was edified in a debate, or so-and-so edified so-and-so, or enlightened so-and-so, or changed so-and-so's perspective. It's because we're mo- most ha- come into the conversation playing dodgeball with diametrically opposing views, and we're not willing to give an inch. Nobody's willing to move. We're both deflecting. We're both assessing our skill levels and our, you know, our differences, our cultural differences, our uh, our educational differences, our socioeconomic differences, and we're seeing how we can leverage those against our opponent to try to one-up our opponent. Um, And what happens is the other side doesn't want to lose, tired of losing, pride comes into play, and and we reach a stalemate. It's kind of like the Dead Sea. The reason the Dead Sea is dead and nothing can exist or live is because there's no flow. There's no outflow. And... It's stagnant, and that's what happened. That's what's happening right now. There's a breakdown in communication because everybody wants to play dodgeball, and people are tired of losing. Dave, people are tired of getting hit. People are tired of you know. Uh, I've heard some of the most beautiful arguments on both sides. Like I've heard people, you know, uh, whether it be scripture, whether it be statistics, data that prevents uh, present compelling arguments that to any sound, reasonable mind would would compel you to stop and say, okay, well, let me at least go research this. Let me think about it. But in the heat of the moment, when we're playing dodgeball with topics as as serious as racial tension and everything that's going on right now in this world, we're still playing dodgeball. As fragile as the circumstances and the situations and people's hearts are right now, as fragile as the country is right now, we're still hurling words around, you know, ruthlessly. We're still uh, uh, deflecting. We're still not willing to say, hey, let's play catch. You know, let's stop. Let, like, nobody, we, we need a win-win situation. It's, there's a, a, a school of thought that's called non-zero plus, which is a scenario, creating a scenario where nobody has to lose. Um, and with the way it's going right now is that, that we're all losing. Nobody's winning, and we're all losing. We're playing dodgeball. Everybody's getting hurt. Everybody's hurling insults. Everybody's throwing epithets. Everybody's blaming the other side. Everybody's deflecting, and nobody's saying, hey, you know what? You have really valid point. If I can stop, if I can, you know, pause the madness and, and and separate myself from the rat race, if I can quiet the white noise and say, hey, let's play a game of catch. If you're playing the game of dodgeball and you put a toddler against a major league player, the major league player is going to emerge victorious every single time and, and, and undoubtedly do harm to the toddler in the game of dodgeball because of the skill set, because of the differences in the game of catch. The same major league baseball player can play with a, I have a connective game of catching the front yard with a toddler because he can get on one leg and he can throw it underhand if need be and pitch it. He can assess the toddler's skill level and pitch it in a way that he knows he's capable of receiving it. And if this, the toddler doesn't have the best accuracy or the best control over his arm and he throws a little wide right, that Major League Baseball can move a little bit to catch it to keep the game going. And we got to be willing to, there has to be a give and take. There has to be a dialogue. There has to be – we have to listen um, conversation we have to listen. And so what, one of the, the, the things about dodgeball versus catching and, and what's going on right now is, is that uh, there's a breakdown that we're all losing. Um, and I, and I would love to see us get back to a place where we're saying, Hey, like I value you. We value both sides. We value the relationship far more than being right or the transaction or, you know, the, the victory of the day. And because of the relationship, if, if, if I value the relationship more than the transaction in the midst of the transaction, I'm going to be motivated to preserve the relationship. Meaning if I have an opportunity to be right or to offend you or to prove my point, but I know that that will offend you and possibly do damage our relationship and I value the relationship, I'll withhold, I'll refrain myself, I'll exercise restraint because I don't value winning an argument over the friendship. And what is happening now is, is that we're valuing being winning uh, 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 a lot of it is being swept up into politics. A lot of it, there's an actual debate going on. There's a there's a competition. They're competing for or an election right now. And so a lot of things our elements are being added to, to to the conversation that don't necessarily belong. But in terms of conversation, take it outside of just the racial tensions and the th- things that are going on right now. But I mean in our marriages, in our homes, um in religious conversations, if we get into the habit and we develop the the, the propensity for playing catch and being conscious of being Catch communicators, meaning I am going to try to assess the individual, whoever, I, whoever I'm playing with, whoever my partner is in the conversation and try to assess their, you know, education level, the social, everything that I can and take all that into consideration to maximize the connectivity, to maximize the experience, to get the most and give the most out of that opportunity, then that's where we're going to see growth. Um, dodgeball creates stagnation. Catch, uh, it provo- promotes progress, and that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're saying that we're we uh the actions that are, are, are motivated towards progress. That's what we want. But the reality is, is the methods that we're using are causing further breakdown, causing further uh, clashes in communication. And the more you continue to have breakdowns, the less you want to try it, the less effort you want to put in. And so if we can just develop the mentality of saying, hey, I value the relationship more than the transaction. I don't want to just be right at the cost of offending somebody. I, I think it's important to hear the other side and see like, if, if, if I need to change my opinion or if I'm wrong. God forbid any of us admit that we're wrong but perhaps some of our worldviews or our perspectives may be a little bit skewed based upon our experiences. And if we take time to hear somebody else's perspective, uh, if we start to play catch and stop, you know, we get in the habit of playing dodgeball. And every time we see a ball, we're ready to deflect it, as opposed to say, hey, if if you habitually just play dodgeball all your life, Dave, and I habitually play catch, if I throw a ball at you, you're going to move. You're going to instinctively flinch and get out of the way of it. If I've been playing catch my whole life and you throw a ball at me, I'm going to most likely try to grab it. And so, a lot of times in conversations and arguments, immediately some of us are programmed to just immediately play dodgeball, immediately begin to deflect, immediately go into uh, having a war of words, intellectual sparring uh, sessions. And if we can develop a mindset, if I want to play catch because I want to grow, I want to connect, I want to create a a a a, a lane, a, a a a a path where by which we can, you know, there can be an exchange of information and we can grow and we can edify. We can stop seeing titles like, you know, this political figure or this you know, great mind that this theologian destroyed so-and-so. And perhaps, you know, this so-and-so, uh, uh, this theologian took into consideration all of his strengths and weaknesses, and, 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 and as opposed to trying to exploit weaknesses, he compensated for the weaknesses. And as a result, the love that he used, and the, the patience, and the compassion that he used in delivering his point of view is what planted the seed that causes somebody else's heart to change. And so I don't think that playing dodgeball is a solution. I don't think that uh, I think that uh, there are valid points on both sides. We just take time to listen. If We take time to really uh, put our pride aside and say the objective here is is to play catch. The objective here is to connect, is to understand, not necessarily reaching an, un- an agreement. We can we can agree to disagree, but my objective, you know, uh, my motive should be to try to understand you and your position in your world. And I believe that that's where communication improves at.
0: Well, I, <clears throat> just to to listen to you again uh and, and having watched a, your your video on this um i'm still just it's such a simple and, and simplified analogy but it's so accurate and like you said you know if 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 all you ever do is play dodgeball your reaction to someone trying to play catch with you is going to be a dodgeball reaction immediately and, yep. and I, I think that, again, it, it's just an incredible analogy, but I think it's so on point, uh, again, not just in political uh, issues, not just in you know the, the issue or topic of racial equality, but between husbands and wives and kids and Absolutely. parents and, and friends and business partners. Uh, it's no one issue is greater than another In fact, I would say the issue you're dealing with right now, um, you know, as each of us have a personal issue at home or at work or whatever, that's the the biggest issue in your mind. And applying that type of communication to it, playing catch with somebody, I I think could be just absolutely a a world-changing perspective. So... Um, being that this is drive time, uh, we always like to, to wrap up with a, a tangible takeaway. Um, so So let me ask you this: how do we, how do we switch from playing dodgeball this week and start playing catch, even if everyone around us is
1: trying to p- play dodgeball? Um, so again, uh, I think where the game changes is where the objective and the, the heart of the uh, changes meaning. Um, the the game changes and, and catch when the individual makes up their mind to receive and to and, and to throw it in such a way and say hey I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna with, I'm gonna use my skills to build I'm not gonna try to hit this guy I'm gonna throw it in such a way as they can receive it um, and when I step on I step onto the stage of the platform with competition or pride or my objective is to one up or down um, that's my motivation from the outset the result is going to be dodgeball. So I believe that the number one way that we can stop playing dodgeball in our communications is to, is to resolve in our heart and, and um, pray, you know, ask the Lord, like, look, I, I desire, I have a tendency a lot of times, you know, to, to, because litigation and going through court hearings and stuff that you end up, you, you find yourself playing a lot of dodgeball. Um, and so it's a, it's a change of the heart. It's a matter of saying, like, I, I have to make a conscious decision to value, again, the relationship and the growth more than I do just being right in the conversation. And when we approach each uh, scenario, each situation we run into throughout our week, throughout our day, with the mentality that I'm going I'm to remain humble. I'm going to seek to understand rather than to be understood. I'm going to seek to understand rather than necessarily reach an agreement. I'm going to value the other person's opinion. I'm going you know, to take time to listen more than I talk. We, we've heard it said that you know we uh, have two ears and one mouth. We're supposed to listen twice as much as we speak. I think the number one thing is, is the way that we go shift, make the shift from playing dodgeball to playing catch is making a shift in our heart and saying, hey, I'm going to stop, stop competing. I'm going to stop assuming that I'm right. I'm going to stop assuming that my opinion or my perspective is the most valuable or the only one out of the seven point something billion people on the planet. And I'm going to place myself in a position to, to learn. I'm going to humble myself and say, hey, talk to me. I'm listening. Let's play catch. And so it's, it's really a shift in the heart perspective. It has to be a conscious effort. Uh, to make a move from playing dodgeball to catch, especially when we're predisposed to play one or the other. So we have to consciously, you know, prayerfully, carefully, and it takes, it's, 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 you know, something that can be habituated, but it takes time to develop. And we just continue daily to strive and say, hey, and we have to catch ourselves in moments and say, you know what, I'm playing dodgeball. I'm deflecting. You know what, let me get back into a, a, a mentality of playing catch and just continually just training ourselves. Like the word of God says that we're to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And when we get into a position where we're saying, hey, I'm going to continue to weed out the bad thoughts. I'm going to have bad days. I'm going to have the temptation to continue to play dodgeball or who I got, you know, especially on a specific topic, it runs me the wrong way. And we resist that urge. We walk in humility. We walk in love and we continue to value the relationship more than the transaction. And I believe that the natural result of that is going to be playing more catch as opposed to dodgeball.
0: Man, that's, that's great. Um, Joshua, th- thanks for playing catch. Uh, Thank you, Dave. For for being here today, thanks for taking the time. And um, you know, I I would say to uh, everybody watching, first off, um, go check out Joshua's other video. Again, we're gonna put the link in the uh, in the post uh, so you guys can see it in, in his original context. Um, and
1: uh, man, I look forward to having you on here again in the future. Uh, I just awesome, want to thank man. you for your time. Sounds good, man. Look forward to it. Again, I appreciate the opportunity, Dave. Um, Love what you're doing and look forward to being back in touch with you, man. All right. Have a great week, guys.